You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode with Johnny Sample Party today to talk about his hot sauce, uh, Vatsana's. I am not a hot sauce person, but my wife is, so I will definitely get her reaction for this because I'm, I say I'm not a hot sauce person. I'm scared of it, right? Like, mm. I think I probably had two or three bad ones as a kid and be like, mm-hmm. I don't like hot food, um, which <laughs> I probably might have to try it. Like, growing up back home, you'd eat curry and, and Indian food, and mm-hmm. I would always get, like, the tikka because I could never do, like, the hot, hot stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the kormas and, you know, the jaffrees and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, people put hot sauce on literally everything, so... That's they do, yeah. I'm sure it's well used. Um, well, Johnny, thanks for coming down. I'm excited to to hear the story about how you get to making hot sauce. Um, but before we do, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you get to Oklahoma? Like, where you grow? Where'd you grow up? And then how'd you end up here? Okay, yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually. I was uh, I was born in Kansas, and then I grew up in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And now I'm in Oklahoma. For some reason, the center of the U.S. just kind of keeps me keeps me in this area yeah um yeah so uh yeah i uh grew up in houston i i was in a chemical engineering i did chemical engineering there for a few years mm-hmm. uh, almost almost six years and then um winning a change of pace you know personally and professionally i decided to i found a job here in oklahoma uh, actually out in weatherford oklahoma yeah, yeah. Are you familiar yeah, yeah yeah about an hour west of here and um, did engineering there for a couple of years as well. And then, um, yeah, and I was making a hot sauce on the side and yeah. um, decided to pursue it full time. Sweet. So, yeah. so when you grew up in Houston, do you go to school in Houston as well? Oh, man. I feel like a lot of people are not going to like this, but I actually <laughs> went to school at UT. Oh, okay. Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that experience? I was great. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. It was um, great school, great uh, engineering program. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a wild place to was, be, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't. Have, I haven't been down there since you know the start of the pandemic. But I imagine Sixth Street is is a desert. Yeah, you yeah. I, w- I would go to ACL uh, every other year oh, really? when I was in college. We went two or three times had so much fun um and i was the first time i'd ever been to austin as well so i just like oh yeah Whoa. right it was i mean it's this mad weekend or two weeks really in in a row and i had yeah. so much fun you know going to barton springs and then going into into the music festival and hanging out and mm-hmm. just seeing a bunch of you know whoever you wanted to go see really it was it was a blast and you know typical like drive in stay for the weekend drive out i never like you know i, I wouldn't say i've spent I would. I haven't lived like the Austin lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been there. I haven't gone to all the cool spots. I've just come in, gone to a music festival, and come out. So I haven't really seen <laughs> Austin. I mean, I've done Sixth Street and then on the nights out, but you know, I'm sure there's so much more to see. So, 
Yeah, no, I think that I think that you did it right. Honestly, um, being a student there it was great. Uh, of course, you know, I used public transportation to get around, and you know, I enjoyed Barton Springs. And of course, I went to ACL. Yeah, uh, a lot of great, a lot of great acts out there. Uh, I used to go every year actually. Yeah, I would collect like posters. You know, it's okay. kind of like kind of like memorabilia from every time I went. Um, but then when I started working in Houston for a little bit. And I would go visit Austin. It was just a, it was a whole different experience sure. being someone who lived there and went to school there versus being like an adult, like yeah. a full fledged adult, going out there and um, and uh, yeah, it's just the traffic's not great right. out there. Um, if yeah. you live there, uh, I hear people complain about that all the time. But coming from Houston, I think it's okay. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, it's definitely better than Houston. Yeah, um, yeah. but. Uh, so you yeah. did you did chemical engineering? Yes. That's mm-hmm. not easy to do. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> and as you can see, I got like gray hairs, <laughs> some gray so. hairs. <laughs> yeah. That was from school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really a hard program, but um, yeah, it was. No one traded for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. so you graduate. Uh, so you went graduate and went back to work in Houston, or did that mm-hmm. when you went to Weatherford? Uh, no, went back to work in Houston for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, so I grew up in Houston, went to Texas, uh, Austin um, for school for four years and came back to Houston and then, you know, worked there, uh, I'd say about, uh, no, like five, six years. Yeah, five, sure. six years. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was great. Uh, all my friends were there eventually because we all kind of went our separate ways. Yeah. Some folks went to A&M, some went to ET, some stayed in Houston. And then when I moved back, we got to hanging out and got to really live the like yuppie life the right. young professionals you know yeah, um, yeah you're like I'm kind of I, I want I can do everything I want now I'm kind of making a little bit of money you know I, I it's just a nice place to be in isn't it right when you've been like you've grown up in high school together and no one has that you know a lot of money or whatever and then you, you know, go your separate ways you come back and like oh we're all working we can actually go out on the weekend and like really enjoy it yes exactly <laughs> instead exactly. of being a broke college student right yeah it was like I would look at my bank account I'm like whoa like <laughs> <laughs> I made this yeah. nice. Were you living at home at the time too? Uh, no, no. After like being on my own, I was like, I'm gonna get okay. my own place. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and then eventually, like my my mom, my sister lived with me gotcha. for a little bit, uh, just just helping out, you know, yeah, whenever yeah. there were hard times. Um, but uh, you know, as the oldest of uh, three, gotcha. I feel like it's like your responsibility sure. to take care of the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then what's great about Houston is uh, you can fly pretty much. To anywhere, yeah, and um, did a lot of traveling during during that time. So yeah. it was, which was very very convenient and very fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So where does like the the hot sauce thing come in? Like you grow up loving food and just kind of foodie from from day one, or is it like a totally different road to to the hot sauce? Uh, it's kind of corny, but I tell people that uh, hot sauce chose me. Yeah. Um. So I'm Laotian, like uh, my my background, my ethnicity, I guess. Okay. Uh, so from Laos, which is like next to Thailand, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, in Laos, we have an expression. It's a bapet basat. Okay. Which translates to, if it's not spicy, it's not good. So I've always been around spice growing up my whole life, you know? Yeah. And, and um, this is a, a version of what my, my mom would always make whenever we would eat um, seafood especially. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just natural for you to love hot food, right? If mum's making it with mm -hmm. whatever you're eating growing up, it probably didn't seem any different, right? Like growing up, you like been had hot food. And if some, if some other kid, like if, if I had that food when I was a kid, I'd be like, my tongue is on fire, right? <laughs> yeah. But because you've had it growing up, it probably didn't seem that big of a deal. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like a... Yeah, it was standard, yeah. really. Um, I remember as a kid, we'd go to these uh, parties with um, like other Laotian families, mm -hmm. and I'd be I hang out with the other kids. And we had this uh, dish, it's called uh, tamahong. It's a papaya salad, mm -hmm. and uh, it's oh I don't know why, but they would always make it really, really spicy. So as like a kid, like we would see who could eat the most of the papaya <laughs> salad and who could like withstand it as right. a kind of like a a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah spicy foods has always been around in my life for like okay. ever. Yeah. So. When did you, I guess you transition to like thinking like like you making stuff as well, right? Because eating it and making it is two different things, oh, isn't they? So yeah, when yeah. do you when do you kind of transition to to thinking? Hang on a second, I got this recipe from mum or family. I can do this myself. When I was uh, one of my cherished memories as a child was eating uh, boiled crabs with my mom mm -hmm. and my little sister and like the floor of our small apartment. And uh, when I was, you know, uh, a young professional living on my own, I tried to like, oh man, I haven't had boiled crabs in a while. So I yeah. made some and as I was eating it, I was like, something's missing. It's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. So I talked to my mom, she was like, you're missing like the sauce and the people to share it with. Yeah. And so the idea of like, oh man, this is really cool that, uh, you know, like that this, that the sauce can play such a big role in the right. food. Um, that's essentially where like the the seed was planted, um, and then eventually, you know, that was like a few years before I moved up here. I was like eating like uh, fish tacos, and they didn't have anything that I felt like was the right spice or right combination sure. with the with the seafood. Um, for me, it's like I use sriracha. It's a green sauce and like pho. I use that for like Asian foods, and then. Um, for like brunch, I use like Cholula, you know. So yeah. I, to me, I have like a hot sauce or everything. But for seafood, there wasn't really anything that was like my go-to. Gotcha. So then that's when I like two and two came together. Like, you know, maybe this sauce could be it. And so then that's when I started to uh, uh, learn how to make the sauce in a way that was shareable right. and um, shelf-stable. Yeah. Um, because usually it's like a dipping sauce you make just from raw ingredients. Mm -hmm. And you use it to like dip dip your foods or whatever. Yeah. You have to make like a set amount, like like I said, but you know, no, this stuff's bottled, and you've got to make you know certain quantities, and it's the whole different operation, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It took me I, almost a year to like go from a small bowl to like a huge batch, yeah, because the flavor changes a little bit whenever you try to scale up. So it took a while to to, to dial in on that on the quantities of each ingredient. Yeah, um, that would meet my mom's standards <laughs> that, and that's the main thing right you know like if she if she likes it then clearly it's good exactly right? yeah and I've yeah and then I had some aunts tell me like wow this is this is really good it's just like how I make it and I was like yeah. oh thank goodness <laughs> you're like I am worthy I've done yeah. this right like, like back to the Wayne's World stuff we're, worthy. we're not worthy yeah. that's brilliant um, so so you come up here to Weatherford and you like this process of you already making is kind of kind of same time or do you mm. like like when do you get from like going to from like making it just for you to thinking hang on a second i can make this for other people um yeah it was the same time mm -hmm. uh going from uh houston you know 2.3 million people to like weatherford which is like ten thousand, i think yeah. population uh, and just like big city to small town it was like uh 
I, I had a lot more time on my hands. Right. And so, like, after work, I'd go home, and then I was like, you know, maybe now's the time to start, like, really looking into this mm-hmm. instead of just talking about it and thinking about it. And so, yeah, it was around the same time. It was about uh, 20, 2018, the end of 2018, okay. I started to get into it. Yeah. And I didn't leave until 2019. So, yeah, about a year. So fairly recent then in the grand scheme of things, yeah, right? Like really last recent. three or four years. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. It feels long, but sure at the same time. Sure, yeah. Um, I still can like remember distinctly me in the kitchen working it up, but that was years ago. Yeah. yeah. So how, I get, obviously, you know, the reason that we're, we're here is, is you know, you're involved in Made in Oklahoma and, and all the stuff that, that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, when did they, when did you reach out to them to, you know, have they helped a lot with what you do? Like, you know, going from just, I'm going to make this, you know, in a batch to having it like on shelves and stuff, it's a huge process, isn't mm-hmm. it? So tell me, like, take me through the last four, you know, three or four years. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, there's a lot of regulations that go into building a shelf-stable product that's going to be acidified and mm-hmm. sent, you know, sold to people. So that, that that process to be to make the business and then to make the sauce um, sellable was a, was a was pretty long, pretty long process to get that get that down. Um, but it wasn't. Uh, so as soon as I got that ready to go, um, I wasn't sure if the sauce would translate, you know, to people's taste buds. Sure. Because me being growing up around it, it's different. So it wasn't until I went to a festival down in Houston um, and sold the hot sauce before. It wasn't until then that I, I, I knew that this was something I wanted to keep doing. Sure. Yeah. It was a, um, it was a hot sauce festival. And I was like, well, if the if this does well there, then good. And if it doesn't, yeah. well, at least I know, you know. So um, I went down there with, uh, I think it was like 10, 15 cases. And when I sold out, I was like, wow, I've got to dive headfirst in the, into yeah. this and make sure this is some, like, I, I, if, if I don't put 100% effort to this and I fail, then I'll, I might blame it on me not putting right. 100% effort of into course. it. Um, but if I succeed, then it's because I put 100% effort into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't know. You won't, yeah, because you, you wouldn't be able to live with yourself if you just like half-assed it or whatever and be like, oh, you know, it was okay, but I got the steady job going. But And then you get 30 years down the line and you're like, I wish I'd have given that hot sauce a go, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You re- yeah. read my mind. So, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I, uh, so yeah, when I was on there and I was seeing like people's faces light up, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then eventually we sold out and I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So then, like, that was a Saturday, and then Monday came around, and I was like, talked to my boss. I was hey, I'm, I'm going to leave and do this full-time. Oh, so you just, like, you were cold take. You're like, I'm done. Like, let's go. I'm going for like, it. I was like, all right, this is it. Like, I was running. I guess I was like, if I don't ride down this high, I might wimp out at the sure, end. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to him. And I go into there, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this full-time. Here's my two weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, and uh, I honestly didn't get involved with um, MIO until... Mm-hmm. Uh, until the farmers market love last twenty twenty okay. yeah, yeah 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 the Cedar Hill Park farmers yeah, yeah, market yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it was there when someone's like are you involved with the MIO coalition and I was like uh, no I'm not yeah, what's that <laughs> yeah exactly um, and so yeah I did some That's research really cool. and I learned a lot about I learned a lot about the Made in Oklahoma program and I was like oh yeah I definitely should be a part of this like right. like the criteria and I'm like. Yeah, I'm in. This is exactly, I'm ticking all these boxes right now, yeah. right? This is exactly what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. That's exactly. so cool. So literally, like, you, you know, you get the, you get the, um, 
I guess, satisfaction of, you know, selling out in Houston to, I guess, the, at a hot sauce festival, which is probably the best place to find out, like, to test your product, right? I mean, obviously, if mum likes it, that's good. But like yeah. you said, you have to figure out, you know, if it's if it's great in my community, that's awesome. But I've got to sell this to the rest of the, the world, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go to a hot sauce festival, and everyone's like, oh, we like this. And I go, oh, okay, maybe I have something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you literally dove into the deep end and thought, I'm going to do this full time and quit your job. Yeah. It was scary. It was really scary. It was really scary going into the <laughs> festival. I was like so anxious. Like that first day, like I I, I never saw the sauce before this. Yeah. This is like moment of truth. Like people love it or not. And when the festival opened up at nine o'clock, there was a guy that came in and he was like a, a hot sauce connoisseur. You know, he had a car that was dedicated to hot sauce. Yeah. And he was like, I saw you like post something on Facebook about this and I came to try it. And I was like, all right, cool. I had him try it. And he was just like, eh. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, he almost what? cried. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I've had, I've had spicy cocktail sauce better than this. Yeah. And I was just, I was defeated. I was like, oh. You're like, thanks, bro. That's Appreciate good. it. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, okay, well, to just we just keep going, you know. And eventually things started to pick up, and mm. you know, not hot sauce connoisseurs came by, and more average Joes came right. by, and they they loved it, you know. Yeah. And that was that was reassuring. <laughs> like people are buying my product. That's yeah, they're yeah. buying it because they like it, not because they feel sorry for me. This is great, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So so you quit your job, you go literally all in. Um, do you have to find a facility to make it? Like, are you still making this out of your kitchen? Like, and obviously all the other regulations you've got mm-hmm. to jump through as well. Right. How does that process work out after you quit your job? Yeah, I had to look for a uh, commercial kitchen. You know, they say you can talk to like restaurant owners to, you know, borrow the kitchen sure. while they're not using it. And uh, I found one called uh, Earth Elements Kitchen. And um, see, it's like one of the, probably like the only place where you can go do it yourself. And uh, I was pretty adamant about doing it myself yeah. because I wanted to like understand the process better. It's like like in the the engineer in me yeah, is like yeah. I want to know how this gets done, <laughs> right? You know, and um, so yeah, and you know at that place they have like a forty gallon kettle, steam jacketed kettle, it's like huge, and I was like, oh, this is perfect, you know? Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I I made the I make the sauce there, and um, still there now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how many times? Because you know, like you said, it, it's great to do to go from. It's easy to make it when you're just serving yourself. Right. But when you go to a massive kettle like that, how was the process of, like, you know, get, nailing it down to... Because, you know, it's not just... Obviously, the ingredients are the same, but you're timesing them by 10 or 15, right, to mm-hmm. make that huge batch. So how was that whole process? A lot of trial and error, honestly. Yeah. A lot of trial and error, yeah. It's uh, sourcing the ingredients and finding uh, everything that we use and then figure out how to mix it together. You know, I, I used to start out with this like immersion blender to like mix it up, but now I have like a huge Ninja Chef blender with a, a even bigger like immersion blender to yeah. get it all into sauce size, like right. small sizes. And um, fortunately there was, there's a guy there uh, who, uh, who makes salsa. And um, I got in touch with him in advance to learn mm-hmm. how to use the kettle and to uh, how, you know, what he was doing. So he yeah. was kind of like, he kind of guided me through what he did to make his salsa, how he used it, how he cleaned it. Cause um, getting, I had to get approved before I could make the sauce in mass. And sure. I was like, well, if the health inspector is going to watch me, I want to make sure I do everything right. And so he kind of guided me, showed me how to use the kettle, how to clean it, things like that. Yeah. 
And then moment of truth came, got inspected, everything was all good. Yeah, super nervous that whole time. Yeah, Yeah. really nervous. I took so many notes when I was with uh, uh, Todd, I think his name is, with uh, El Rancho Rancho Salsa. Yeah, he helped show me the way and jot down notes and like, yeah, it was, uh, once you get it down, it's a straightforward process, really, Mm -hmm. yeah. Your engineering background, chemical engineering background, has definitely helped you then. Yes, like, definitely helped me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of folks used to ask me like, "What does a chemical engineering do? A chemical engineer do?" And I was telling you know, you take stuff in the chemical lab, chemistry lab, and you scale it up, and that's kind of like the same process was taking yeah. it from a kitchen and scaling it up and making sure stuff doesn't blow up exactly. or taste yeah. bad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? okay. yeah. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and that's... then yeah. That's awesome. So, so you get to this product that we have in front of us today. That's um, so Vatsanas. What does that mean? It's my mother's name. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really. And so, what was it like when when you give her this? What like what is that moment like when you oh. think, yeah, hey, here's the bottle. It's got your name on it. It's got the label on it. Like, how was that? Oh, it was. It was really. It was heartwarming. Like, yeah. She was like. She was just proud of me for doing something like this in the first place. But then when she saw her name on it, I think she she almost cried. Yeah. But I told her not to because I don't want to cry. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're totally the same. So I see my mum crying. I'm good. The tears gone straight away. Uh, well, tell me, tell me about the hot sauce. Tell me about like why it's so good and why you know what's in it and and just what makes it different from from any other seafood hot sauce that you can buy on the shelf. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we use lime juice instead of vinegar, mm-hmm. uh, and the lime juice makes it a lot more smoother. Okay. And I know I know a lot of folks are not a big fan of like the vinegar taste, and this is like how we make it in. In, in our family yeah um, and then there's a little bit of fish sauce in it it's like a Worcestershire sauce yeah it's got you know, anchovies in it mm-hmm. it gives it a nice umami flavor like really really deep and savory and um, the Thai chili peppers is what gives it a kick but then it cools down quick so even though like Thai chili peppers are notorious for being spicy yeah uh, there's not so much in here that will burn your tongue off it's just enough to where you're like oh wow that's pretty spicy right, yeah feel a little brave and then it goes away <laughs> That's, I mean, it's that's cool. So that's good to know because, like, there's nothing worse than me being, you know, not a hot sauce fan that's going to be have a burning tongue for 45 minutes. Oh, and absolutely not. Crying and grabbing the milk. Uh, <laughs> does it? What is like the shelf life and stuff on it? Two years. Oh, sweet. So when, yeah, it's, the, the only reason I asked that is I'm going to Florida in June, and my wife loves seafood, mm-hmm. and I mean I have to try it. You've got to go to the beach to have good seafood. I still don't trust Oklahoma seafood. <laughs> I don't understand how they we can be in the middle of the country, and I'm sure there's people out there that get it shipped and flown in. That's amazing, and if you are one of those people, please reach out because I'd love to try it. But I'm going to Florida on vacation in June, and I'm going to take nice. this with me so we can actually try it in the right setting I'm eating glad, real I'm glad you're going to try it yeah I am going to try it for sure and I'll have to get my wife to video it and I'll send it to you um, oh nice yeah that'd what, be awesome little reaction video for you so uh, obviously it's used on seafood sandwiches soups and salads mm-hmm. uh, what do you prefer having it on like what is your go to Crawfish. Crawfish? I love it on crawfish. Okay. Yeah, crawfish is like my favorite food of all time. Yeah. And uh, traditionally, this sauce right here, we use as like a like a dip, and I'll get my crawfish tails and dip it in there. And yeah. it's just like amazing. Um, but, you know, you can also put it on like a grilled shrimp and, and rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's really great with like fried fish or like fried shrimp. Okay. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's where it really shines, but folks have come back and said, oh, you know, this is also good on eggs, on 
on my salad that I had with the microgreens from those guys over there. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. That's the thing with friends I know who like hot sauce. It's literally on anything they can eat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they might walk around with their own little personal hot sauce they carry around with them and just throw it on this. Like, it's like a little drinker's flask, right? It's like, <laughs> got to get our little hot sauce hit. Uh, May, this is awesome. So what? Uh, what's like, you know, three, four years in, which in the grand scheme of a business isn't a long time. What is like now that you've got to this point, right? You've gone all in, you realize that people are works. Like, um, what's like next step? Are you selling to, you know, who are you selling to right now? And then obviously the goal for the future. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, the plan right now is to strengthen our, our presence here in Oklahoma. Sure. Um, we're in a few places already. We're at a Gulfport Seafood Market. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been there, but you know if you're looking for good seafood, I'd give those guys a shot. Sure. Um, we're also at La Baguette and Boutheon. They have a little store next to the, right right over here. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Plenty Mercantile, they, right. they also ha- have our stuff, and um, it's cool that we're like slowly slowly growing. Um, we're, you know, in like just random mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. We're in a couple places. We're at Oki Spice and Tray, like over by Tulsa. And just got into the um, fire in the hole over in Owasu. Yeah. That was like this past week, actually. Oh, great. Like, they just hit me up like, hey, can we get clear cases? I was like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> which is Absolutely. the best kind. You know, when they're reaching out to you, yeah. Yeah, when they reach out to you, it's like, oh, yes. Right. Awesome. Rather than you making countless sales calls and trying to get product in, I mean, uh, it's not an easy thing to do, it's, is it? It's definitely not. It's definitely not. Um, it's, uh, yeah, if... Before the pandemic, I had a lot of plans to do like trade shows, yeah. and just like that was my my goal was right. to go to as many play- festivals as possible. And so when the pandemic hit, I was a little bummed out that everything got canceled. And but looking back in retrospect, I think that it was like a a blessing in disguise because sure. it gave me a lot more time to learn more about how to own a business, how to run it, uh, kind of take my time. You know? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of I just want like just do it, but right. it's like whoa. You know, do it right. Exactly. So take accounting classes, take uh, business classes, and and um, things that involve like distribution, logistics, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a whole no, it's a whole other animal. You know, getting things into stores and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so because of all that, it, I think it saved me from making a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I'm just all right. Just go hard in my own backyard. Yeah. Here in Oklahoma, um, and uh, slowly grow from there. Uh, eventually, I'd like to get into like along the coasts where uh, the, the I think right. this house will really shine. Yeah, you know, yeah. Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. Yeah. So yeah. because of obviously COVID and and you know you know pandemic and you not being able to go to trade shows, you know you mentioned education. How how have you been trying to get into other stores? Then have you just been showing up and knocking on the door and being like trying my sample? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, must be difficult. Yeah, it, it is pretty difficult. Um, it's it's really hard to uh, yeah it, it it is difficult um, during the pandemic when I had a lot of downtime I was just like creating like a list of places where I thought we would be the best fit in mm-hmm. you know like um, like Whole Foods or maybe Trader's Joe uh, I know a couple of folks that have actually asked if we were like in Costco and yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. and I was like oh do you buy seafood in Costco it's like yeah. And I was like, what? Well, that's, yeah, that's interesting, yeah. you know. So I kind of use this year to like, uh, I did the farmers market, the Sitchell Parks farmers market, like I said earlier, and mm-hmm. um, that really helped clarify, you know, what people's thoughts were on this. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it was a it was a learning process, just keeping it s- simple when you're doing farmers markets and kind of 
understanding the best way to market this. Yeah. Um, there are places that I do want to be in, but when the, when the pandemic hit, I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll get out, I'll reach out to them later, you know? Right. And it's, it is pretty much like a salesperson. You got to call the store, get contact information from whoever, right. and um, send them samples, information, and if they want it, you know, great. Yeah. If they don't, then most 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 cases people will tell you like oh not 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 right now not right, right now, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah which is great so it's like okay because people just keep yeah keep following up keep trying and they'll finally knock the door down yeah exactly yeah buyers are are incredibly busy so it takes a lot of patience yeah I know that um, one of my mentors she uh, said uh, when she got the okay from like a buyer that took like four months and then it took another seven months to finally get it on their shelves mm. so it's Going to retail, so it's a laborious process. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thankful for people to, like, my mentor, mentors, I have multiple mentors, yeah, that, yeah. like, kind of guide me, like, you know, this is normal, and this is not normal. Right, yeah, 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 and, like, don't worry about it, like, don't, you know, don't feel like they're shooting you down, because this is actually normal, they do this to everybody. Um, what, I mean, you mentioned mentors, like, what's the culture like around this? Like, what is it like having people to call on, and, and just, you know, that network, right, of just struck network of I guess or community um, just to rely on uh, it's been so helpful yeah so helpful yeah there's there's times where I'm like I'm stuck on something and I'm like how would I do this and then fortunately like there are people who are really like they want to help you succeed mm-hmm. uh, they my mentors want to help me succeed even though one of them he's a hot sauce maker himself you know um, the hot sauce community in general has been really really great most folks are like really supportive because mm-hmm. there's the hot sauce hot sauce is very it's very saturated market there's a lot yeah. of different kinds of hot sauces out there um and um having him as a mentor to help like if I have questions on maybe something process wise mm-hmm. that i think that there's a better way to do it i can reach out to him he'd be like oh yeah you can do this or yeah. I, I do it like this and um He's shown me his facility, and then I'm like, oh, okay, so you have this and that. You know, it's good for, like, not right now, but for, like, in the future. Future reference. For yeah, future yeah. reference. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, shout-out to Mikey V, by the way. That's, That's really name. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, how, so, for people listening that, you you know, you mentioned all the stores that you're in, which is great, and, uh, you know, hopefully we're getting more by the end of the year. Um, do you guys have a social media? How like can they buy from a website direct stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yep, absolutely. We have a website, uh, butsanas uh, That's where we have uh, all of our all of our new products mm-hmm. coming out. Uh, I stuck for this, just this one sauce for a whole year because there's a lot of things I wanted to know how to do. Yeah, yeah. Owning a business, uh, but now that I've got like a lot more confidence, we're coming out with a lot more stuff. Oh, nice! Not just spicy foods, but also non-spicy foods as okay. well. Okay. So, what, so how, what, tell me about the new products and product line that's coming out. Okay, absolutely, yeah. Um, so we have uh, two, two product lines. Everything that's Vatsanas mm-hmm. is going to be kind of like Laotian-inspired. But we have another one coming out called Desvelados, uh, which is like, it's like a salsa verde, mm-hmm. which is also no vinegar. Um, and that's going to be more for your like folks who are like vegan or who want something more traditional sure. to put on like more things that they're, they're used to. Uh, we also have a snack seasoning that's also very uh, staple growing up as a as a Laotian. Yeah. That you put on like popcorn, pickles, uh, mangoes. Yeah. Oh, I love it on mangoes. So good. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I like my. I mean, I love mangoes, but I would love to try that. That sounds awesome. And popcorn too. Not a huge fan of pickles, but popcorn. Ah, I could okay. eat popcorn all day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And then um, a non-spicy version of this actually is coming out. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you had chance to travel back home and take this back home yet? Yes. How was that experience? It's good. Yeah? Yeah, it's great. It's uh, a lot of my family, most of my family's in Houston, and they're like, they're just great that I'm still like going on with this. Yeah. And it takes a lot of patience to, to want to keep doing something like this. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just been, it's been I'm sure right because you've given up so much like you you, know, you had a career in engineering which is a very nice career to have right mm-hmm. you've gone through all the schooling to get to the career in engineering and then you you know you're right yeah great hairs and then you get to you know you get to this Houston festival and you're like you know what I am gonna go I'm going all in why not like I love it. I love stuff like this because it's pure passion, isn't it? Like, you know, it's not like you got into this to think, you know, one day maybe I'm going to make millions from it. You're like, actually, I love this food. Uh, you know, i got a great connection to my family, great connection to my heritage. It's got mum's name on it. It's a huge passion. I'm going to go down this road. And you've been on it for four years. Like, it's, I mean, I love it. I think it's all. It's awesome. Like, Thank you. I wish you all the best. Wish you the most, you know, most success, and hopefully this stuff hits the coastline and just takes off. Uh, thank you. Same here. I'm looking forward to 2021. I just got. I just feel like the future is bright. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like, it's, there's so much opportunity here, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think love so it. Too. Awesome. I think so. Yeah. Well, mate, thank you so much for coming in, sharing the story. Uh, in June, I am going to try this. I will try it in June, having real seafood. If my wife tries it before, then I'll let you know. Um, but All thanks right. for bringing this in, and I'll post the links to your website in the description for the podcast, so people who love hot sauce and don't love hot sauce can still go and try it, um, because you've got to try everything once, right? absolutely awesome well mate thanks thanks for coming in I really appreciate it Uh, for everyone listening like I said I'll post the links in the description and we will catch you next episode cheers this podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs their free to join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow process or manufacture a good within Oklahoma retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program above all they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.